Welcome to the Reach Higher Podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. We love to hear stories of heroes. People who overcome enormous struggles and still accomplish great things. These are the legends of our times. The J.K. Rowlings, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Arnold Schwarzeneggers of the world. Why do these stories appeal to us so much? Why do they seem to always awaken our emotions? It's because a part of us identifies with the hero's journey. See, we all have a hero inside of us. That part of us that's necessary to do the extraordinary. An extraordinary doesn't have to be climbing Mount Everest or building a seven-figure company. Extraordinary could be finding your passion or raising your kids in a loving household or overcoming loneliness and finding genuine happiness in your life. Even those things need a hero. Because to find what truly makes life beautiful, you need to be strong, committed, tenacious. You need that empowered version of yourself that we all have. You just need to learn how to call on it. Think about it like putting on the hero's uniform, stepping into the state that will empower you to live the life you're capable of living. Now let me be clear, this isn't a motivational speech. I don't give a damn about pumping you up. My mission is to help you find your innate power and use it to transform your life. Now do this, take it, take your two index fingers and touch either sides of your temples or either sides of your head. I'm serious, close your eyes for a second, <laughs> humor me. And remember these words, it's all in here. This is where your reality is created. Not in your house, not in your relationship, not in your bank account. Your reality is created in your mind. And I'll prove it to you with an idea. But all right, you can open your eyes now. The idea is this. There is no such thing as true reality, only perceived reality. Every experience you have is filtered through your senses, given a meaning by your brain, and then shaped by how you think. But check this out. If we change any one of the steps in that process, your reality will be completely different. You'll not only see your life differently, but in this empowered state, you'll be able to create a new life. And that's why I'm here. To give you the tools you need to transform the life you wake up to every single day. All right, so I swear, this is the last time I'm going to make you touch yourself. And if you want to touch yourself after this, hey, that's between you and whoever you're around right now. But close your eyes. Take your hands and place them on your heart. Take a deep breath and breathe out. Hear these words. If I truly love myself, then my decisions will reflect self-love. Self-love says that I want to live my best life. I don't want to suffer. I want to thrive. And because of that, I'll do whatever I can to make that happen. Because love, love is an action verb. Self-love will make me do whatever it takes to maximize this one life. Okay, you can open your eyes now. This entire message is about that one thing, guys giving you the tools to get the best out of your life, period. Actually, 
that's a lie. This message will teach you to use one tool that you already have, your mind. Your mind is what creates your experience of life. If we harness this power that we were all born with, we can experience permanent transformation in our lives, period. But the question is, if we all have this mind-blowing power, no pun intended, why don't we use it? If our minds and bodies are so great, then why do we struggle so much with life? It's because we don't know what we have. We don't know our own capabilities. Imagine that we go back in time and we leave one of our most advanced jets back in the stone ages with the cavemen. Do you know what the hell they're going to do with it? They'll use that thing as a giant umbrella to block the rain. And right now, when it comes to our human potential, we are the 21st century equivalent of cavemen. But that stops today. After you hear this message, you have every reason to take complete control over your life. So these are the keys. And trust me, I know firsthand, because they're the same keys that unlocked my freedom. It's been a long journey coming from where I was to who I am talking to you right now. In my teenage years as a scrawny little nerd from South Florida, I battled on and off with depression. I wasn't a miserable kid by nature, but I found myself unhappy. I was living a life that felt unstable, unstable in my emotions, my finances, my relationships, my health. So when I met this buff Cuban guy named Frankie, he told me, who told me he could make me a bodybuilder, I was like, hell yeah. Next thing I knew, I had a six pack, chiseled arms, a room full of trophies from bodybuilding competitions I'd won. And suddenly the lonely skinny kid had an identity. People wanted to know me. Some wanted a body like mine. It was exciting. And actually, I felt happier for a little while. So much so that I said to myself, hey, this whole fitness thing has been amazing to me. I want to teach other people about it. So I went to school, got certified as a nutritionist, and started nutrition consulting. I felt like I had found my thing that was going to take my life to the next level. I was going to make everything better. But that didn't last long. Having a six-pack got old. Life brought new challenges, and my selfies on Instagram weren't sustaining my confidence anymore. I found myself in an emotional state that I knew all too well. Depression. Again. Battling with despair and loneliness. I was sick of it. This whole life thing. Has anyone ever felt like that? Like, this is nonsense. This nonsense just isn't worth it. Like, I didn't ask my parents to bring me here. As a matter of fact, I was trying to figure out a way they could send me back. Like, if you could just put me back in the womb somehow, it was warm in there, I had three square meals, A, it was a nice gig. I shouldn't have given that up. I was confused. Because even as aspects of my external life changed, I still found myself miserable internally all over again. Changing my physique wasn't enough to make me happy. And if that didn't make me happy, money, power, and approval from other people wouldn't do it either external things couldn't be the source of my happiness. Now, of course we say that, but deep down we still believe that the things outside of us can fulfill us. Duh. That's why we're always trying to get more stuff. More money, more attention, more love. But none of it's fulfilling. And that's what I learned when my body stopped making me happy. That just couldn't be it. There had to be something deeper. 
and it was at this point that I realized it. I hadn't stopped to notice that everything I saw, every reaction I had, every experience I'd encountered was being filtered by this thing between my eyeballs, my mind, something that I'd never taken the time to truly understand. And so my experience of life up until that point had been created entirely by how I was thinking. And here's the beautiful thing. Thinking can be changed. It's malleable. And most importantly, it's something that's completely within our power. We get to decide about our quality of life. Once we realize that we and we alone have the power to make a shift, we can change the game permanently. So do you guys like power? Because if not, we can't be friends. You're clearly not enough of a selfish, power-hungry narcissist to be my friend. Because I love power. <laughs> Alright, I'm kidding. But once I understood that my mind was the puppeteer behind this whole play, I set my sights on mastering everything about it. Psychology, behavior, the science of happiness. I devoted every free moment I had to it. And mind you... It did help a lot that my mom is a psychologist, <laughs> but I was on a mission. I set out to achieve a mastery through years and years of study and research, and I did just that. With this new knowledge, I was able to turn my life around. And the change didn't start with my circumstances. It started with me. When my mind changed and my thinking changed, my life changed. But let me say something really quick before I go on. Yes, I succeeded in creating a new mindset, but my breakthrough wouldn't have been as fast and it wouldn't have been as drastic if I hadn't learned to optimize my health. There's no way around the fact that your physiology is crucial in creating your mindset. Motion creates emotion. So get active and give yourself the gift of good nutrition. That's it. And I guarantee you'll feel 100 times more capable of doing whatever the hell you want to do. It really is black and white. Imagine trying to create better habits when you're in pain, or your energy levels are low, or your mood is in the gutter because your diet sucks. The state of your body determines how you function. So yes, I'm a nutritionist, and I've helped hundreds of people change their eating habits and build their dream body. I can talk so much about that, but right now, I only mention your health because you need it to optimize your mind. I came here to give you life strategies, to send you off with the tools you need to experience breakthrough in any area of your life, your career, happiness, relationship, it all starts here in our mental programming. So tell me something, how are you programmed? Are you programming yourself for happiness, for overcoming obstacles, for doing the big things? Or are you programmed to stay in your comfort zone? I use the word program to get you to understand something. This right here is the biggest downfall of our society. We fail to look at our mental state as something systematic. We think that our thoughts, emotions, and feelings are just random events that show up, but they are not. This supercomputer we call a brain makes sense. So much sense. The same logic that explains a math problem explains your moods from day to day. You can be trained for creativity. You can learn self-confidence. So it's with this understanding that we can get informed and we can start to strategize. How can we alter your thinking, emotions, and actions to give you a better quality of life? That's my purpose today, to bring the game plan. Fortunately, I came with one. 
that would suck, right? Imagine that all you guys came here and you're listening to me speak and I hype you up with that long intro. Then I'm just like, wait, I don't know how to do that. I came because I figured one of you guys had that covered. (laughs) But no, I do have a strategy. See, if we're honest, life can be such a draining existence. People wake up and go about their day, but inside it feels like they're bleeding. Energy just slowly drains out of them because of their experience of life. Their experience of life is taking more energy than it's giving. They're in a constant deficit of love, joy, peace, fulfillment, so they suffer. But the longer anyone goes without relief or healing, the wound gets bigger and the bleeding intensifies. That's not a sustainable way to live. You've bled long enough. So here's your key to a transformed life. I call it the inside out system. By mastering what's inside you, the outside will never be the same. It's five action steps broken down into an acronym, BLED or B-L-E-D-D. Believe, learn, emphasize, define, do. Now these steps I'm about to share, here's why they matter to you. Why tuning me out at any time during this talk would be doing yourself a great disservice. Any challenge that you face in life can be traced back to one of these five areas. I'm teaching you a system for life success. After you learn this, you'll be able to understand and overcome any challenge you face. So let's do it. Step one, B is for believe. Believe, believe. Before you pursue any goal, the first and most important thing you need to do is check your belief system. What ideas do you hold to be true about yourself? What do you believe about the world you live in? Are these beliefs empowering? Do they strengthen your potential or are they holding you back? Here's a big question for you. Do you live in a friendly or hostile universe? Albert Einstein said your answer to that is the most important belief you will ever have. Because here's the thing, just like I said earlier, there is no reality, only perceived reality. So you can only manifest into your life what you perceive to be possible. You can only have the experience that you perceive in your mind. So ask yourself this too, be 100% honest. Are you holding yourself back? Are you making the choice to be less than what you could be? See, I define power very simply. Close your eyes. Imagine your ideal world. Now open your eyes. Go create it. That's power. And accessing that power is only possible when you establish a winning belief system. Because what you believe will determine your life, not alter it not influence it. Your belief system will determine your life. So creating the right system of belief is the first step of breakthrough. Let me tell you a story about that. Back in the 1950s, it was thought to be impossible to run a mile in under four minutes. In fact, they thought it was so impossible that you could die if you even tried. Sure enough, Roger Bannister became the first man to run the four-minute mile in 1954, destroying the idea that it couldn't be done. Within two years, 37 other people ran the four-minute mile too. But how? Because their belief system changed. 
When they believed that more was possible, it freed them up to access the ability they had all along. Jot this down in your memory banks for me. Belief breeds breakthrough. When you cultivate belief in yourself, you can access your true potential. Don't be one of the 37 runners who missed their opportunity because they didn't believe. I don't know any of their names, only Roger Bannisters. Think about that. So don't lose your time in the limelight because you don't think it's possible. Fair enough? So okay, some of you still aren't convinced. I can sense it. You think I sound too much like that corny phrase, if you can believe, you can achieve, right? But I'm telling you that the power of your belief is so much greater than you realize. You're sitting on a gold mine that you're not tapping into because you don't know that it exists. So I'll give you another example. We've all heard about placebos, right? But most people don't actually know what a placebo is. The placebo effect is when a belief becomes something real. It's that simple. It's when a belief becomes a real chemical reaction within the body. So let's say you're suffering from back pain, right? And I give you an empty pill that's not a painkiller, but I convince you that it is. If deep down you believe what I'm saying is true, your body will make the exact chemicals it needs to relieve the pain. Even if the pill I give you has nothing in it, your body will cause its own healing because of a belief that's huge. It makes a distinct connection between the ideas that we reinforce in our mind and the reality that we experience. The two are immensely connected. So step one of making a change is to align your belief system with what you want to happen. So the next question becomes, what should your belief system look like? If that one thing controls so much, how do we know what to believe in? Remember this, in life, you should always know what your end goal is. What is my desired outcome? What is the direction that I want my decisions to guide me in? So with your belief system, what is your end goal? When I ask myself this question, I say that I want to be empowered, to always grow in progress. I want to believe what allows me to view both my reality and myself in a positive way, so that my emotions and actions reflect that identity. Finally, I want a belief system that connects me to others, so that I have a sense of purpose in my life. Now I can keep going. But I want you to understand that your belief system is the foundation you stand on. It can be your greatest friend or your worst enemy. So like Einstein said, decide which one it'll be. And guess what? You're going to decide right now. Close your eyes for me. What do you envision for your best life? I want you to create a vivid picture. Where do you see yourself? What's your reason for waking up in the morning? What are your personal relationships like? Do people love you? Do you love you? Now, what kind of person would you have to be to live this kind of life? And finally, what do you have to believe about yourself in order to become that person? Ask yourself that. That is how you'll mold your new belief system. So when you've aligned your belief system with what you want, now what? Go ahead, I'll wait. <laughs> Step two, L is for learn. For this simple reason, ignorance is not bliss, ignorance is pain. 
You need power to change things. How do you get power if you have no knowledge? An effective strategy is built on knowledge. That's why before battle, the army would send spies into the enemy camp. They'd gather all the data they could about the enemy so that the strategy would be successful. They found out when they slept, how many there were, their weaknesses. They were always informed before action. And if they ever forgot the learning step, they died on the battlefield. But wait, let's apply that. Think about the battlefield that people die on daily in society. The battlefield of love, the battlefield of financial stability, the battlefield of happiness or fulfillment. Like, we all want to feel good, but how many of us have ever researched the science of emotion? We say we want an amazing relationship, but nobody wants to go to counseling. We live in the information age. You can Google search anything with a few clicks on an iPhone. So listen, the one thing that makes you part of the greatest species on earth is your ability to adapt and learn. You can be more than you've ever been and do more than you've ever done because you have the power of skill acquisition. So it doesn't matter what you failed at last month or even that you weren't good enough yesterday. The only two words you need in your vocabulary are but now. I made the wrong choices before, but now I'm making a change. I've lived the same life for so long, but now I can build a new one. But now, but now, but now. Say it with me one time. One, two, three, but now. So this change is going to require you to strengthen your mind, to get wise about your goals. Albert Einstein said that we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. If you want an equation to get a new solution, add something. And that something in this equation is knowledge. So learn what your goals require. How are we doing so far? You guys with me? Okay, let's keep tackling this then. Step three is E for emphasize. What are the things that you emphasize in your life? In other words, what do you focus on? What is it that you deem worthy of your attention? Because the things you pay attention to will ultimately determine your experience of life. Happy people emphasize what they can control, while depressed people emphasize what they can't control. Can we agree that there's always going to be things we can't control? No matter how rich or strong or independent we become, that will always be a universal truth. You could become president of the United States and get diagnosed with cancer. And this is what most people can't handle. They want power over everything in their life so that life could be perfect. But you don't need perfection because you can choose what to focus on. What you focus on becomes emphasized in your mind and it controls your thoughts. So if your focus is positive, then your brain emphasizes positivity. Suddenly, you're the person that always finds the silver lining, the person that can find peace in the hardest situations. You find the answers to the problem. Your life shifts when your focus shifts. I really want you to think about this for a second. Imagine looking at a giant painting with a magnifying glass. The painting has an array of colors and brushstrokes. You focus on the top left corner, and there's a bright blue gorgeous sky with rays of gold signifying sunlight breaking through the clouds. Beautiful, right? 
so you start to feel a sense of peace and happiness. But then as you move the magnifying glass down the center, you start to see a lot of dull colors, grays and blacks. The texture of the canvas is rough, like sandpaper against your fingertips. It kind of brings your mood down a little bit. And then finally, you look at the bottom and you notice the signature of the painter. It turns out that your child made the painting. You're overwhelmed with pride and excitement and now you're feeling amazing. That same painting caused three totally different emotions. How you felt wasn't determined by what was on the canvas, but rather where you aimed the magnifying glass. So now let's put this back into context. Why wait for your brain to make you happy? It's not designed to do that. In fact, science tells us that it's more likely to do the opposite. Check this out. Our senses gather 400 billion inputs of data per second. We can't possibly keep all that information. So a large portion of it gets thrown away. But the brain has a system for deciding what to keep and what to toss. For one, the brain's primary goal is to keep you alive and safe from danger. So if something is peaceful and safe, why emphasize that? It's looking for the negative things. Sure, that bird in the sky is pretty, but that car rushing at me? <laughs> that seems kind of dangerous. I think I might focus on that instead. On average, for every one positive thought, our mind takes in six to nine negatives. It's searching for what could harm you. But if you're not careful, it'll cause you to start to perceive the world as negative. And even worse, that your life is negative too. That will always hold you back from living your best life. Because one of the most prominent characteristics of successful people is optimism. Not the idea that everything is happy or perfect, but the idea that there is always something good to be drawn from an experience. No matter what painting you're looking at, there's always a blue sky somewhere on the canvas. How many people here have been to the gym ever, like in your life? I feel like some of you are lying, but all right. If we're honest, how many things are there about the gym that suck? I mean, that literally suck. You have to get dressed, then you have to drive there. If it's busy, you have to park way in the back. Then you get into exercise and share germs with a thousand other sweaty people that you don't even know. You might do cardio, which sucks. It's terrible, but you have to notice. It's such a huge privilege to be there. When some people don't have legs to walk or arms to grab weights, you have the opportunity to get in shape. Every time you walk in there, you can improve, get stronger, leaner, healthier. Plus, there's a slew of other people there on the same journey as you, cheering you on. That's empowering. And when you start to emphasize the right thoughts and details of life, something amazing starts to happen. It teaches your brain to look for the right things. You won't have to work so hard to be positive. It'll just start to come naturally. Write this down. The more you do something, the better you get at it. It's not just a saying, it's a science. We have a part of our brain called the RAS, or the Reticular Activating System. Its job is to control what we notice. You ever realize that after you buy a new car, you notice every person on the road that has that same car model? That's the RAS at work. It's making you notice what it deems important. So when you notice or when you emphasize the right things intentionally, 
That's what it'll make you see. That's what it'll make you notice. Emphasizing what gives you gratitude will make you notice things that make you grateful. Change your focus, change your life. Are you guys with me? We've got two more to go. So wake up. Don't fall asleep on me now. We're too close. So step four. D is for define. Define your reality. To define is to give meaning to something. Wow, I literally just defined the word define. Why are you guys even listening to me right now? But anyway, this is huge because nothing has importance until it has meaning. You wouldn't care at all about losing a quarter, right? But what if that quarter was the last thing you ma- your mom gave you before she died? Would it matter then? If you and your mom had a loving relationship, it would mean everything to you. So there is power and meaning. The ability to define anything in life gives us power. Any experience, any feeling, any thought, we can give it a new meaning at any moment that completely changes the game. The last time someone smiled at you, how did you define that gesture? Was it a happy smile, loving, sarcastic, or were they mocking you? Is it safe to say that you would respond differently to each of those? Lovingly, you might give them a hug. Sarcastic, you might kick their ass. So when you give something a meaning, your thoughts, feelings, and actions will reflect that interpretation. Meaning determines mindset, and your mindset will dictate the course of your life. Listen, in every moment, you're given three choices. You choose what to focus on, what it means, and what to do about it. So every second, you're giving a definition to an experience. Most of us let society tell us what things mean, but you are the gatekeeper of your mind. You and you alone have the job of defining your life. So every time you assign a meaning to an experience, ask yourself, how is this interpretation going to benefit me? Does it? Awesome. Keep it. But if it doesn't, trash it. Replace it with one that does benefit you. Become relentless at doing that and watch how your life changes. Now don't miss this. As you define what the world means to you, it will change what you mean to the world. In other words, who you are will be empowered by the new meanings you give to your experiences. Your character will become a mirror image of your outlook on life. Your identity, your purpose, your behavior, they will all be molded in a transformative way. And when you search your name in the dictionary, there will be a new meaning there, a new you. So define your reality and watch it change you in return. Do me a favor. I want you to stop for a second and notice something. At the beginning of this conversation, I told you that these five steps are the inside out system to life. Now, why would I call it that? Think about the first four steps we've covered. Believe, learn, emphasize, and define. Audit your belief system. Learn to build awareness. Emphasize what's empowering and define your reality. All of those have one thing in common. They are decisions you make on the inside. Four of the five steps to changing your life take place inside your mind. Before you act, Before you experience anything, 80% of the job is done internally. This turns everything we've been taught on its head. Our society tells us to search outside of ourselves for what we need, 
And that's why our world is in shambles. Master your inner space to design the outer space you speak. Excuse me, the outer space that you seek. There we go. There's a typo for you. So now we come to the final step. The one that demands you to get your hands dirty. Step five, D is for do. Do the things that coordinate with your goals. If you truly want to improve in any way, you must develop intentionality in everything that you do. You can't just work or be busy, be strategic. The right strategy could save you years. It can take you places you never imagined and quickly. If you're going to cook a five-star meal and you're not a chef, how much would it help if you followed someone's recipe? Not only will the dish turn out better, but you'll spend less time doing it and you won't burn your house down, <laughs> all right? So let's make a strategy. Three words, develop winning habits. Why? Because your life isn't determined by what you do once. It's determined by what you do on a consistent basis. How many of you have ever tried to start a new hobby? Maybe you watched Dancing with the Stars and said, you know what, I'm going to learn how to dance. So you sign up for a dance class and you go, once. Who's done something like that? Did you get better from that one class? I highly doubt it. But when we are consistent with our actions, we get better at doing them, and they become embedded into who we are. The science behind it is called neuroplasticity. I know, it sounds fancy, but it's actually really simple. The brain can rearrange itself, get better at new things, and form new habits, so we literally have a mechanism built into us to help us transform at any time. Maybe you want to get better at being a functional alcoholic. Hey, if you keep doing it, you'll be doing backflips on Cinco de Mayo soon enough. So we can teach our brain to get better at just about any behavior. What behaviors do we need? We need winning habits. Your winning habits are the behaviors you replicate on a daily basis. Without fail, like clockwork. Your body can't function without a skeleton. It holds everything together. So think of your habits as the skeleton of your life. Everybody has different ones. Different habits work better for different people. But find yours and establish them. What are my winning habits, you might be asking. I'm glad you ask. I keep it simple. And I make sure to do these every single day. Start my day off right with gratitude and a good breakfast. Meditate or take time to do something that relaxes me. Exercise for at least an hour. Feed my mind new information, whether through a book or a podcast. And that's it. So all of that only takes about 90 minutes from my day. 90 minutes that improves my day. So I have no excuse and neither do you. So here's the deal. If you truly want to change your life, you need to hold yourself accountable right now. This moment is an opportunity, and I refuse to let you miss it. The decisions you make determine where you end up. What you think, feel, say, and do are all decisions. They control your life. Don't blame circumstances, and don't tell yourself it's not your fault. Of course, we face obstacles, 
You could have experienced horrible trauma in your life, and I'm sorry if you did. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, is the story I believe about my life helping me, or is it paralyzing me? Am I trapped in an outdated system of thinking? If so, then you have to make a decision. Live your best life or keep using your outdated system. You have the power to choose, but you know it's time for an upgrade. Believe, learn, emphasize, define, do. Now go write your story. Thank you. My name is Ryan Howard. I wanted to take a second to thank you guys for listening to my keynote speech, The Five Steps to Life Transformation. This speech is the culmination of years of research and my expertise as a life coach and behavior expert. Before I die, this is the message I want to give to the world. To every person that has laid awake at night, wondering if they will ever see happiness again. For every person that has found themselves struggling with low self-esteem or with self-love. For every person that has struggled to achieve a higher quality of life or success. But also, this is for the CEO. This is for the person that is rising up and wants to take their life to the next level. This is for the person that has a huge dream but doesn't know how to get there. For the person that has a vision but no strategy. This is for them. So like, comment, share, and help me spread the gospel of life change. Because in all of us, there is some level of transformation that we still need to fulfill. So let's help each other do that. You just listened to the Reach Higher podcast. This was another step in reshaping your mind to live a better life. Keep tuning in so we can keep reaching higher. Thanks, guys. Peace.